He's been seen on CNBC, the Fox News Channel, and the Fox Business Channel. His articles can be found on MarketWatch, Seeking Alpha, TheStreet.com, and many other places. He's the author of the weekly Best Stocks Now newsletter and the inventor of the Best Stocks Now app. He's president of Gunderson Capital Management. Here is professional money manager, Bill Gunderson. And welcome to the uh, Wednesday. It is the uh, Wednesday, February 21st edition of the Best Stocks Now show. And uh, just when you thought the market went up every day, we're reminded that it doesn't go up every day, which it seems it has for the better part uh, of the year here so far. Right now we've got the Dow down 86 with the big change taking place in the Dow that I've been calling for for a long time. Uh, We'll talk about that in a minute. By the way, I'm Bill Gunderson. It's the Best Stocks Now show. Uh, The Dow's down 86, puts it at 38,478. The uh, NASDAQ is down 65. Today it's the cybersecurity stocks getting whacked right in the stomach today, uh, a couple of them in particular. Uh, The NASDAQ's down 64 right now, 15,566. The S&P is down 8 to 49.67, just a shade under 5,000. The Russell 2K is down uh, 7 points right now, 37 basis points. Crude oil is up 26 cents to 77.30. Gold is down 70 cents to 2,039. Uh, and we've got the 10-year basically flat here at 4.27%. And that risk asset Bitcoin also getting caught up uh, in the selling here, down $1,100 per, per Bitcoin today, per coin, 50855 So welcome to today's Best Stocks Now show with professional money manager Bill Gunderson, president of... Gunderson Capital Management, and I'm here with uh, Barry Kite, our chartered financial analyst. I run a nationwide fee-based only firm uh, with uh, clients from the North Pole, really, (laughs) North Pole, Alaska. (laughs) That's right. Down to the tip of Florida, right in the Miami area. Now, okay, the market doesn't go up. It's NVIDIA Day, right? It's NVIDIA Day, but right now... Uh, we don't say this very often, but it happens to us, too. We have the biggest loser in the market today. Uh, and I always mention my losers, our losers, along with our winners. I don't know where Palo Alto Networks, where that came from. Uh, yeah, revenue uh, revenue guidance was lower than expected uh, going forward, even though their earnings guidance remained the same. You know, does the stock deserve to be down a quarter, twenty five percent? Yeah, yeah. I mean, losing one fourth of its market cap uh, <laughs> since the market opened. How do you like that? Okay, so let's do the math here. The market opened thirty nine minutes ago. Uh, and the stock has lost about uh, $30 billion in market capitalization. Okay, well, we'll have more on that story, uh, but that that's not uh, boding well for the uh, NASDAQ because it's also bringing down Zscaler, CrowdStrike, uh, some of the others uh, out there, a lot, lot of stocks uh, in that sector. And that sector has been one of the hottest sectors uh, in the entire market. But 
For me, here's the big news of the day, Barry. I, I saw this come across my screen while I was at I dinner last you and, night. I thought about you when I saw it. As I was driving by a, for this a Walgreens Boots yeah. Alliance, right? I'm thinking, yeah. why is Walgreens in the Dow and Amazon isn't in the Dow? Well, guess what? Uh, sleepy Wall Street finally uh, woke up. Uh, they're sleepy. They're sleepy You've been over saying there. That for, I don't know. I don't a know how long, long time. Actually, it's you know. I think there was a problem when it before it split. I think it they was. had to split first or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, so. the way that the Dow is constructed, uh, uh, you need the it, it's a you need the price. It's a price weighted index, not a market cap weighted index. We won't get into all that. You can Google it, but. Uh, market, you know, price-wise, the price of the stock actually matters. Um, the bigger, the larger the price, the more effect it has on the Dow. And so, whenever you had, you know, Amazon at thirty-five hundred bucks a share, it would it would basically break the Dow in terms of the way it's calculated. Right. And since the split, it works. So. Um, you know, there must have been some backdoor deal to, that told Amazon to split the stock, uh, <laughs> just in case they ever were to get added to the Dow someday. Because it's a hundred and sixty nine dollar stock now after what they did a I don't know what the split it was. was. 10, I thought it was a ten, 10 to for, one. Yeah, I think it was a ten for one whenever I don't know, the stock you know, at one point the stock was up around thirty five hundred bucks and so you know, gets it to you know, divided it by ten, got it to uh you know thirty three hundred and fifty bucks. Well, the Dow has never been one to really, you know, put in well, you know, it takes some time, you know, they've left a lot of laggards in there for a long time, like Walgreens. But Hey, my hat is off. Congratulations. It's, uh, Amazon's up 1.2% here today. Now, before we start on, in on today, yesterday was not a good day for the market. AMD and NVIDIA both uh, dropped about 5%, uh, which led the Dow downwards. Walmart had a good day, but the Dow also backed off a little bit. The forward PE of the S&P 500 is now sitting at 20.5, 20.5. And in my opinion, it belongs in about the 19 area. Uh, it would take a 7 to 8% correction in the market to get back down uh, to that area. Who knows? I mean, that correction could come tomorrow <laughs> or the next few weeks if, 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 uh, if uh, NVIDIA uh, disappoints the street. Lord only knows what the whisper numbers are out there uh, on NVIDIA. But uh, the market's obviously expecting uh, sensational numbers from uh, the world's or the the U.S. market's third biggest company behind Apple uh, and uh, Apple and Microsoft. And it's a uh, tough crowd because you're talking yeah, about so it'd Palo be a Alto. tough crowd. Yeah, yeah. Talk about Palo Alto Network. So they 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 were they reduced their uh, revenue target by 4.6 percent and then their stock takes a 25 percent hit right yeah that's you know what well you know so what do you do bill when some when when that happens we own uh palo alto networks in our in our premier growth portfolio because it's 120 it's a large cap stock that's where it belongs it doesn't pay a dividend well, I let the dust settle, you know. Let's let the dust settle. Right now, it's caught up in emotion. Let's let the emotion clear. Let's let the new numbers uh, come out. But, man, I'll tell you what, either the analysts were way wrong. I, I have to believe that Palo Alto Networks uh, w- was surprised themselves by all of this because they try not to. Uh, be this far off uh, in the guidance that they're giving to the analyst. 
because they could be liable for misleading, uh, you know, the market. So, anyways, we'll see. I gotta believe there's going to be some uh, uh, some uh, uh, lawsuits uh, from shareholders uh, over this of them not being transparent before the big earnings day. Usually, they'll warn early in the quarter if they see something like this coming. Uh, but uh, nothing here. Okay, Walgreens yeah, is kicked out. the odd thing out. is their earnings estimates didn't change. So, yeah, it is no. Walgreens is kicked out of the Dow. It's down 3.6%. I say don't let the door hit you on the way out, although it's, uh, you know, America's biggest drugstore chain. Uh, the other one that's being uh, added to a Dow index is Uber. Uber's being added to the Dow Transportation Index, which is a pretty big index, actually. Uh, there used to be the Dow theory, right, uh, where uh, yeah, the transportations right. and the Dow and all this and that. Well, Uber goes into uh, that index. Let's see how Uber is. It is. Replacing, uh, uh, Who are they replacing? Does he was replacing JetBlue or are they adding JetBlue and Uber? <coughs> I couldn't uh, uh, miss that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not it. sure. Okay, you, We'll have to look that up. But anyways, Uber's having a good day. Uh, it's up 1%. Uh, it'd be up even more. Uh, if it wasn't for the down day in the in, in the market. Okay, NVIDIA reports after the closing bell tonight. Uh, Loop Capital, we talked about them yesterday with their $1,200 target price. Uh, we have an 1125 but that's five years out, okay? Uh, Loop, i got to believe, is maybe a 12-month target price, which that seems a little lofty for me. Uh, you know, the, 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 the stock is just going to trade enormous volume once they, uh, once they, uh, report their earnings. When they're uh, supposed to, revenues, I think, are supposed to be, uh, 300, I think three times higher than they were this time last wow. year. So you're talking about a 300, 300% increase in revenue. Uh, yeah, so, 20 yeah. billion, 20.5 billion. Okay. And they've, uh, we mentioned this yesterday that they've exceeded revenue expectations in eight consecutive quarters. So we'll see if they exceed that estimate of $20.5 billion. And uh, they've also exceeded uh, earnings estimates in six out of the last eight quarters. So, uh, you know, the betting would be that they a beat and raise uh, is what, uh, <clears throat> what is it, Wedbush was uh, predicting. And I think that's probably right. Now, what the stock does in this tough crowd, high P.E., what do you gonna what do you got for me next? The kind of market. We'll see how it reacts. This is the best stocks now show. We'll be right back. Here to the uh, second uh, half or quarter of today's Best Stocks Now show with a selling, uh, profit-taking consolidation. I wrote in my newsletter last Friday about how uh, has the NASDAQ met its match at 16,000. That's its just above 16,000. I think 16,200 is its all-time high. Uh, and it got there last week. <clears throat> it hasn't been that high for a long time. And, uh, you know, that's testing its uh, old high. That's that's called the resistance level. Uh, 
the ceiling. Now, whether it can uh, gather steam and break through that ceiling and march to new highs, uh, that remains to be seen. But it did hit uh, it did hit a resistance last week, and we are trading at a twenty point five of forward PE ratio on the S and P five hundred, and I'm sure that the Nasdaq they don't they don't really publish the earnings estimates for the Nasdaq. Uh, you'd have to do your own uh, work on it; take a long time. It'd be quite complicated, but you could do it. Uh, but I got to believe that the Nasdaq's uh, trading somewhere in the thirty thirty five area as opposed to the 20.5 for the S&P 500. And you pointed out that resistance level in the newsletter. Is yeah, that's exactly right. I said, look, I mean, has it met its match? Or you need to be uh, on high alert here. Uh, we also uh, have uh, some expensive stocks out there uh, in the market. Now, a few others are going to report tonight, but none of them will come close. Etsy's going to report. Uh, Marathon Oil, Rivian. It uh, has not been good, a been a good run for the uh, EV stocks. Uh, analog devices they reported this morning. Uh, Cheesecake Factory, Joby OV Aviation. That's the flying taxis. Look out! It's a flying taxi. Uh, they're also reporting uh, tonight uh, after the close. Mortgage yeah. demand <laughs> drops. Okay, we're back above seven percent for a thirty-year mortgage. That's that's not good. I mean, if you're a first-time home buyer. Uh, that that that's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow. And yeah, you're renting if you're for <laughs> yeah. In this instance, yeah. Most people are sitting with a uh, uh, a three and a half, three. Some even have slightly under three percent uh, mortgage. Regeneron, Vertex Pharmaceutical joined the hundred billion dollar club and biotech. These are both very good companies. Regeneron has been. Mostly the eye. They came up with the drug ILEA for macro degeneration. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff in their pipeline, including possibility of uh, an additive to the uh, weight loss drugs that would prevent the 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 loss of muscle mass. And Vertex is also a very good company. I want to say they're in the uh, muscular dystrophy. Uh, area of the market well to reach 100 billion uh, you know that's nothing to sneeze at that's pretty good no cystic fibrosis uh, is where uh, vertex is very good company i mean to get to 100 billion dollars not many companies start up in a lab start mixing together stuff in a test tube and turning into a 100 billion dollar company i see china is cracking down I mean, it's getting so complicated, okay? They, <laughs> That's out, dude, you can't sell story. more shares than they buy during the first 30 minutes of the market and during the last 30 minutes of the market. Super microcomputer, let's check in on it. It got really, really short-term overbought uh, when it hit 1,000, got above 1,000. Uh, it, it was down lot 23% last Friday. <clears throat> and then uh, a little bit more. It looks like it's firming up here. Uh, they unveiled their AI solutions yesterday, uh, and Rosenblatt came out with a price target of thirteen hundred dollars uh, on Super Microcomputer. And we were talking about our target price. I'm just going to look that up here real quickly. I think we're up around that range too. Uh, and I warned that, you know, anybody who wants to short this stock, 
they are just starting to ramp up and, and leave the runway, really, with their earnings. They had their first big quarter uh, in this in this last quarter uh, that they reported recently here. The valuation that we have on SMCI is uh, 2505 I'm going to need to check that. I, I ha- I'm using a 30% growth rate there. And that's, a, yeah, and that's also a five-year price target. Yeah, that's a five-year type. Yeah, I think I've got to check uh, some numbers there. I'm right with the uh, earnings. My my uh, growth rate might be a little bit high there, so I'm going to check that after the close of the or after the after the show here today. But anyways, Rosenblatt has it at uh, twelve hundred dollars. It's currently at seven sixty eight. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, we've got uh, <clears throat> we've got the uh, <laughs> Palo Alto. Okay, we need to dig into Palo Alto Networks. Uh, it's called A Brutal Night to Forget. That's how one of Palo Alto Network's most ardent supporters on Wall Street described the reaction when the cybersecurity company lowered its full-year revenue and billing guidance amid an abrupt change in strategy. As a result, several Wall Street firms downgraded the Nikesh Aurora-led firm on concerns that the new approach is likely to seriously hurt its business over the next year or more. Palo Alto is the largest platform player in the cybersecurity segment, and it hopes to accelerate that positioning. They will, they'll take an aggressive approach in offering free product with the promise of longer-term platform contracts. This should negatively impact the business for 12 to 18 months. Well, okay, you know, uh, they're going to offer something free, and then I guess uh, if you want to get all the bells and whistles, you've got to pay up for it. Uh, that is a, a, a different strategy. Uh, but uh, will it pay off over time? Uh, the Owens downgraded Palo Alto Networks and slashed its price target from 350 to 300. Okay, where is Palo Alto trading at right now? 260. It, no, 269. Okay. Yeah, it just blows my mind when you when you look at the numbers. I mean, you're talking, you know, they they literally lowered lowered this year's uh, revenue forecast by like two and a half percent, and they lowered next year's revenue forecast by four and a half percent. Yeah, but so, I, you I know mean, what? It's it's, it's I, just interesting. I'm thing. thinking that maybe the growth rate, okay, which is a yeah. big part of that whole certainly valuation formula. Okay, I have it. Uh, I, I thought it was getting pretty expensive myself. We have a price target of 366. This was as of yesterday, so it only had 41 percent upside potential as of yesterday. I had it as, as kind of a weak hold, really, as it as it ascended and ascended and got more expensive and more expensive. Uh, so you know what? This is one. Like I say, you let the deaths settle. I think the issue is in the growth rate now. What's that going to do? The five past five years, it's grown by twenty five percent per year. I've been using twenty one percent per year going forward, and I may have to lower that a little bit. We'll see where the chips fall. You got to let the dust settle first. This is Bill Gunderson and Barry Kite. It's the best stocks now show. When we come back. 
Uh, we'll talk about some others, including analog devices, wing stop. How about Beyond? How is Marcus Lamonis doing over there at Beyond? This is the Best Stocks Now show. This is Bill Gunderson. Thank you for tuning in to today's Best Stocks Now, Best Inverse Funds Now show. I put several hours of research in during the wee hours of the morning each day to bring you the very best cutting-edge stories that I can. To get two free weeks of my newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. To talk to us about our fee-based only money management services, call us at 855-611-BEST. Now, back to the second half of the show. Back here to the uh, second half of today's Best Stocks Now show. Well, I think the NVIDIA, you're, you say to me, why does NVIDIA, their earnings tonight, why is this probably the most anticipated earnings report uh, of this earnings season? Because, you know, much of this move in the market has been built around AI, artificial intelligence. This is the hot thing in the market right now. Uh, kind of, uh, you go back to uh, dot com, right? In the in the year uh, nineteen ninety nine and two thousand, and uh, uh, AI. You see a lot of companies trying to get in on this uh, AI bandwagon. How big will it be? Uh, will it change uh, our uh, economy? Will it? Uh, a lot of people lose their jobs over AI. Artificial intelligence, or is there a lot of bluster uh, in it all? Well, we'll find out today when uh, NVIDIA reports uh, their earnings. You know what? I, I, I don't think really that their earnings impact NVIDIA over the long haul. Uh, I think NVIDIA is going to be in a good spot for quite some time. But, you know, if they come up short today... You have a very expensive market. You have a, a NASDAQ that just hit uh, its resistance levels pulling and is pulling back. Uh, so, you know, that you've got all of that uh, playing into this. Now, on the other hand, what if NVIDIA comes in? Let's just look at their last quarter, <laughs> yeah, right? Think, right? That was the best quarter I ever, ever saw. In fact, their last two quarters last were last two, yeah, two or three. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned. Okay, let's. It's actually two quarters in a row now mm-hmm. where they had one hundred percent growth in sales. Their sales doubled. Look, their sales. Uh, you go back uh, to uh, April of twenty twenty three. That's not that far ago. Their sales were seven billion for the quarter. Now they're looking at over twenty billion dollars. That means their sales have tripled, tripled, which they did in the most recent quarter. Their sales tripled. Their earnings were up 593%. Now, I've never really seen, uh, then maybe there's been a few, but I've never seen a quarter like that in my in, during my career in the industry. Uh, and so what will they report today? Uh, you know, 
we'll see. Okay, if they come in and exceed, you're going to see the short coverers. I don't. I can't believe that anybody would short this. Hog. It, it, that, it seems. It, it seems like it would be tough. It seems really like it would be pretty tough, tough to short. Um, you know, and, and and you know, the market's a fashion show, right? And the I mean, and the narrative, right, has been around. Like you said, has been around AI and. You know, the poster child for uh, AI is certainly uh, NVIDIA. And if they come in, you know, if they come in, uh, you know, say not as, uh, you know, estimates come in not as hot, right, it's going to be a question of, of, of what's the reasoning. Is it the fact that they can't produce the chips fast enough, which is one, you know, that's one problem. But um, the other is if it's a reduction in, uh, you know, in investment or spending by other businesses, right? That would be a that would be a more of a of a, of a market reaching narrative, which is kind of when you read the Palo Alto uh, kind of uh, story, they're kind of you know they were kind of referring to essentially you know investment being down a bit, and then also like you said, re kind of re uh, um, you know readdressing their strategy as a whole. I think kind of in response to um, some reduced spending by businesses as a whole, and so uh, it'll be interesting. I think I think at this point, uh, at least where they're at with Nvidia is, you know, whatever they produce is going to be purchased, right? Um, you know, it just depends on how much they're selling those particular chips for. At this well, point. and don't forget, I mean, before they were an AI company, they owned the game uh, PC game console. Oh, video cards, yeah. I mean, they were all, you know, in terms of uh, you know any 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 high. Uh, high resolution, high you know, high uh, refresh rate, right? In terms of their video cards, just like just like their computing power, right? Behind the scenes for AI being uh, you know fast and being able to com- you know, being able to do you know, kind of compute all of those uh, <laughs> algorithms yeah. and models at one time. So, well, let's go from very high tech to very low tech. Wingstop. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to chicken wings. That's some low tech I can get behind as well, right? You know what? I wish I would have. I owned this stock in the emerging (laughs) growth portfolio. I actually traveled to North Charleston to sample Wingstop. I thought it was very good. I mean, I I liked it. I thought it was very good. It's that boots on the ground. But, you know, look, it's a low scale. It's not like uh, you're going here to uh, a fancy restaurant or anything. But. What caught my eye is their their uh, ambition is to become, you know, the McDonald's, I guess, the dominant player in this fast food. It is a fast food place. It's not like Buffalo Wild Wings where you sit down and they've got football games blaring so loud it, 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 it rattles your brain. Uh, Wingstop I found to be very nice. I thought the food was really good. Uh, yeah. Cook. I had a good experience there. Yeah, problem is they're highly correlated to the price of chicken wings, right? And the yes. chicken wings go up, it hurts their margins and, and vice versa. <clears throat> but they have been one of the best, it's still one of the best growth stories in the market. Uh, it's now a uh, $9.2 billion company, not bad. Uh, they operate 1,916 of these uh, restaurants across 44 states and in 10 countries. And I remember reading that they want to get to 3,000 stores. So, you know, that's ambitious growth. It ain't cheap. I mean, you're paying 130 times earnings for uh, chicken wings. 
and throw in a little few celery sticks here and there, and uh, a little blue cheese dressing. You, you, and, you don't get the you, you no, never I, get the celery and carrots anymore. No, though. You used no. to get you used to get both and no. get none now. Yeah, no, it's just like uh, over here at Chick Fil A. The nuggets keep getting smaller. But anyways, Wingstop uh, is a, now a three hundred and sixteen dollar stock. Uh, you know, I, I didn't think they had a very good quarter. Their sales were up 21% year over year. Their earnings were up 7%. That seems like a big drop for me. But the stock is behaving okay. Uh, I sold the stock at 158 last August when it started to roll over. Uh, it's gone on to double since we sold it. So, you know what? Look. <laughs> You never know when a stock is going to fall out of fashion and then come back into fashion. And uh, sometimes uh, the best buy signal is when I decide to give up on a stock. That's when you should step in and buy it. Uh, There seems to be, you know, I'm sure everybody's had that experience. And, uh, you know, I protect on the downside. And then it crossed my uh, line in the sand on the downside. And then it took off like a rocket ship. It got wings, uh, so to speak, <laughs> and just took off. Okay, analog device. Now, I wouldn't buy Wingstop today uh, at this valuation. Analog device. Yeah, 134 forward P.E. ratio. <laughs> yes, that's for a wings. lot. That's for a, those are some hot wings. Now, analog devices is kind of a low-tech uh, chip stock, but... Okay, could this be a good omen? You know, I've seen some really good omens in the chip sector. Applied Materials last week had blowout earnings. They make the equipment. Uh, ASM Lithography has been doing very good. And uh, low-tech analog devices on a down day in the market is up 1.5%. Is this a uh, a little bit of a uh, forerunner to what (laughs) NVIDIA might report tonight? It's as high-tech as you can get when it comes to chip. Analogs is kind of low-tech. It's up 1.5%. They reported earnings last night. Now, I've been keeping an eye on, but I haven't purchased it. Can Marcus Limonis turn this mess around? The mess is uh, Overstock.com, ending up with even more Overstock with all of Bed Bath & Beyond's uh, stock that I guess they... They bought, and they changed their name from Overstock to Beyond. Uh, The problem is, you know, profitability. There's the profit. If you're going to compete and go head-to-head with Amazon, you know, Amazon will just crush you, it seems like. So, anyways, Marcus Limonis, he is the chairman of the board, uh, and they they, want to turn this thing around and get it profitable. Uh, but so far, uh, it ain't happening. Their most recent quarter that they reported. Now, maybe they threw all everything out today, all the losses, cleaned the books because uh, they lost a dollar twenty-two during this quarter. Now, another one that uh, was an amazing stock for a while. What stock was three hundred and eight dollars during COVID and is now fifteen dollars? From three hundred and eight to fifteen, it's down another twenty-four percent today. It's one that we actually sold way back when for I think a decent profit. I'll have to look that up. Teladoc. Teladoc just getting crushed 
$15 a share from 308. Okay, we'll look underneath the market when we come back, see what's happening. Oh, we can't forget Realty Income. We'll be right back. You got to go. And welcome back here to the uh, final segment of today's Best Stocks Now show. I want to go back to the Teladoc story just for a moment, Barry. Uh, you know what? Uh, this was one of the biggest winners. I, I, I couldn't remember. I knew it was a winner for us, and I knew we got out. Yeah, I want to say we got out in December. Near maybe, the top. Uh, yeah. That's what Look was at it this. December? Was it December before uh, December 2020? February of 21. Okay, I was going by. At yeah, 261 a share, we paid 68 for it. Uh, we owned it for a little over, a little under one year, uh, for a 281% gain. That is almost a quadruple. And we never got back into it. We bought it at $68.50. I thought at the time, well, they had a couple things going for them. Number one, they were really first to market with the whole telehealth thing, which has not really done well, okay, the whole industry. Uh, and then, of course, COVID hit, and Teladoc benefited from that big time. Whew, that thing took off, all right. And finally, uh, you know, we started backing off of stocks like this uh, after uh, the COVID December, year. Yeah, I thought kind of in the, you know, kind of even in towards the end of towards the end of December. I thought we may have had part ways with maybe Zoom and a couple of other those high flyers kind of early on. Absolutely. It wasn't, it wasn't late and if it wasn't late twenty twenty, it was you know, very early, some in January of twenty twenty one. Yeah. We got rid of Etsy for a two hundred and sixty percent gain. We got rid of Daco, which was the Chinese solar stock, for a three hundred and thirty-four percent gain. I thought Shopify was in that mix too, somewhere uh, yeah, around the same that time might frame. Have been, we might have held that one a little bit longer until up until February-ish or so. Uh, we had Magnite, three hundred and seventy-two percent gain. Uh, One Life Healthcare, seventy-nine, and then of course uh, uh, we had. Uh, uh, our uh, Teladoc for that big 281% gain, and we never came back to it because I just kind of realized that, you know, you're not going to ever really be profitable and really take off and grow earnings. Now, here's your trivia question. As I look at my uh, Econ Refinitive, which has all of the, uh, a lot of data, more data than you could ever, ever look at. <laughs> uh, who's the biggest holder of Teladoc today with the 12.7% of the company is owned by who? I, know, I, I know think who, you can I know guess. who it is. I didn't know. I don't want to. Arc <laughs> Investment yeah, Management owns 12.7%. And has ridden it down. Okay, well, this begs the question. you got to have a sell strategy. Now, on the one hand, I said, look, I sold Wingstop, uh, and it went on to double after I sold it. But it crossed my line in the sand. I didn't want to get have it get cut in half. Uh, and you know what? I would say that's pretty rare. That's, that's more the, the uh, rare occasion of doing that. But I've had it happen to me. 
quite a few times during my career. Everybody out there has. Well, and it's in the emerging growth portfolio, which is, uh, you know, which you're going to have. Uh, I mean, it's a small cap, micro cap names. You're going to have, uh, you know, volatility in both directions, up and <laughs> up and down. But I guess the biggest problem I have is with people that will write a stock down. Lord knows what her... Uh, her cost basis is now I could have to do some math and figure it out, but uh, for this stock to go from 300 down to 15 and you still own it, I'm thinking, what in the heck? Do you have any kind of a sell strategy at all? Or I, I just see a lot of people that uh, I guess the word is stubborn and uh, not willing to admit they're wrong. Now, I'm not saying she's that way, but I've seen it in a lot of individual investors. Like, I can't sell it now. I, but you know what? When it, it <laughs> They ain't coming back, all right? Well, it, the yeah, past is the point of no return. Yeah, and you also get... You know, you got to take into account opportunity cost, right? I mean, yeah. it's like even if it's you know, let's just say you, you know, while you're waiting for it to come back, you could be in some other stock, right? That uh, that is 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 moving in a positive direction. Yeah. So not only are you, you know, not only are you holding on to your your you know, that's a what investors do, right? Uh, individual investors tend to hold their losers too long and sell their winners too too too, too fast. Too quickly, that's right. Right, and uh, you know, it, it's it's not only. Uh, the loss, but it's also the opportunity or cost of giving up and being in a, you know, think of it being in a different lane on the uh, interstate or freeway, right? Yeah, uh, and, so. you know, I saw, uh, you know, I witnessed the year 2000, and many of those dot-com stocks never, ever, I would say 90% of them aren't even around today. Uh, and yet people, there's no excuse uh, to write a stock down Ninety uh, percent and still own it. Now, if it happens overnight, okay, that's one thing. That's that's a black swan event there. But to just sit and watch the continued erosion in the stock and to not do anything about it all along the way—that's a sleep at the wheel. There's really no excuse for that. Uh, you got to be really questioning your judgment if you're down. 15% or so from where you bought a stock, you have to ask yourself, have I made a mistake here? Reevaluate it. Look at the valuation. You know, uh, uh, is it time to move on? Uh, okay, there's times to move on. And you can have a great uh, concept stock. or product, but it doesn't mean it's a good stock, right? I mean, well, the, the concept of telehealth, great, right? Yeah. Uh, it's helpful in certain instances, right? Uh, but at the same time, the stock has to be a good stock, and the stock's got to make money. It has to be profitable. Uh, they have to have a model that grows earnings. All right. Well, there's a lot of lessons there for you. I like to also give my lessons of my 24, 25 years as a professional money manager, what I've witnessed, what I've seen. Uh, I would just say that there's a lot of mediocrity out there uh, amongst firms uh, like mine and, and on Wall Street itself and in management of a lot of these publicly traded companies out there. Uh, and you want to avoid that. You want to always look for the best, uh, the very best that you can find. Uh, if you'd like to get two free weeks of the newsletter, what's the next Teladoc? I don't know. We own several uh, emerging growth stocks right now. Our emerging growth portfolio has had its best year in a long time. It is off to a sensational start, uh, but it's volatile. 
Uh, and, of course, there's four other portfolios that all the way to a very, 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 very safe one in the disowning individual bonds to maturity. And if you'd like to talk to us about our money management techniques, the way we do it, what makes us different from the rest of the pack or most of that pack, uh, set up an appointment with us at 855-611-BEST. 855-611-BEST. Have a great day, everybody. This show is not a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Bill Gunderson or clients of Gunderson Capital Management may have long or short positions in stocks mentioned during the show. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Gunderson Capital Management is a fee-based registered investment advisory firm. All accounts are held at Charles Schwab. Schwab is a member of SIPC and FINRA.